0: you're listening to English with Monty the podcast about the English language if you're an English language learner have a keen interest in language or you're a teacher then this podcast is for you we give tips and advice and discuss topics about learning and teaching we hope you find it fun and informative that it gives you help and encouragement in your journey with the English language Hi there, welcome to episode two of English with Monty. Today we're gonna to talk about some common grammar mistakes in English. This was a bit of an inspiration from one of my my good friends, a lovely friend uh, in Russia, Olya. So thank you for the suggestion. I, I think this is a good topic and it could give us a few different talking points, and we'll get some of the listeners involved. So I'm here with Gideon from Zeitgeist Banana. Hi, how are you, Gideon? Hello, John. I'm fine, thank you. Great, great. So you're also yeah. We mentioned in the last episode you're from Let Them Talk. You do Let Them Talk TV, but also you do Zeitgeist Banana, which is your your name of your podcast, isn't it? Um, yes.
1: If you if you want to watch our videos, go to Let Them Talk TV on YouTube, and if you want to listen to our podcasts podcasts if I say that word correctly, go to Zeitgeist Banana. And John, you are on my podcast the first two anyway or it's you it's you blimey. and me again blimey that's great isn't it you're you're on my first
0: two podcasts as well lucky you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah well i think this is a winning formula at the moment so i think we should stick with it okay. i think yes we're gonna do well so should we should we kick things off we're gonna have a look at a 50 common grammar mistakes courtesy of ingvidcom so they are giving us some interesting ideas and discussion points which i think would be very kind of universal in terms of people's mistakes so first one we're gonna look at is so i'll give you two examples and then the listeners you can give me your answer what you think it might be so i have visited niagara falls last weekend or i visited
1: niagara falls last weekend maybe this is where we put in some dramatic music da, 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 da. and then you reveal the correct answer
0: Dun, 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 dun. so yes it is i visited niagara falls last weekend yeah so this is an interesting one this was something we mentioned in the first podcast wasn't it to do with mm-hmm. present perfect and past simple so yes we did speak about this kind of being used a lot of different levels so what's the the main difference gideon Can oh you, you put me <laughs> you asking me sorry uh, well, uh,
1: Matt, <laughs> uh, i would say you you're saying last weekend that's completed mm-hmm. past. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you use a past time phrase, a past time phrase last weekend. And if you do that, you must, you absolutely must use a past tense and not a present perfect tense. Yes. Is that right. that Do you want to add to that?
0: Yes, that's totally correct. I think the thing is with using the present perfect, it's for me, I normally think of it as general past. So when you're not thinking of a specific moment, Just at some point in your past, for example, I have been to France. I don't tell you when, I don't tell you how many times. So it's just a very general past idea. So yeah, anytime you have a time expression in it, you've got to use past simple. But also if you know the time. So for example, if Gideon has been on holiday and he comes back and I say to him, how was your holiday? So again, I would use the past simple because I know it was last week. So again, that's another way of using it. So yeah.
1: That, yes, I I agree with you entirely. Your grammar <laughs> is impeccable. I, I would Thank say you. I would just add that you know uh, present perfect. I think you often use it for experiences, don't don't you? Uh, I have visited the Great Wall of China. We yeah. don't care about when you did it, but the fact that you have done it, and then you use a present perfect because you're you're talking about your experience. But if you talk about when it happened, oh I, I, yeah the Great Wall of China. Yeah, I was there last year, so I'm using a past. Simple,
0: yep, yeah, yeah. No, well, I think that's an often confused one, isn't it? So I thought that was good
1: to kick off. Good, good starting yeah. point, yeah, yeah. Yes, so. so do you want to choose? choose oh, I get choice, yeah, choice here, yep. So I'm going to choose this one. So is it a I must to call him immediately, or b I must call him immediately, which is the correct answer.
0: Da, 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 da.
1: The correct uh, which, answer
0: is? Uh, the correct answer is I must call him immediately. Well done. Thank you very much. Thank you very all much. On. So
1: I, I think. I wasn't clapping you. I was clapping to. <laughs> I was clapping the listeners out there who all got it correct.
0: Yeah, I think they did. I mean, hopefully that's not too much of a difficulty, that one. But yes, often you would never. Well, you would never use to after a modal verb. Uh, so anytime you're using a modal verb you wouldn't use to so that's a key one isn't it it's like you know i'd say i can swim i can speak mongolian for example
1: yeah Uh, which are the modal verbs
0: do you want to list a few of them yeah so the modal verbs must may might should would any others that you can think of
1: uh, may might should must shall will
0: shall yeah that's a good one will so any, any, time, any time you use any of those words, immediately would. afterwards... Yeah, would. We've mentioned that one. But yeah, any, any time, immediately afterwards, you don't use two. So that, that I think that's an important one. Okay, we'll move on to the next one. So I think this is quite confusing for quite a few people, this one. But Go ahead. we'll see if we can explain it away. I'll, I'll explain it away in one way. And I think hopefully it's will right. <laughs> Give you a completely different answer okay (laughs) maybe so okay so so the first one would be i look forward to meet you the second one would be i look forward to meeting you Mm. so which one is correct
1: okay so the correct answer is
0: the correct answer is i look forward to meeting you
1: yes yes yeah yeah that's correct
0: can we explain why that is i'm i have something in my mind but uh, this is how i normally explain it i okay. normally say that in this case two acts like a preposition therefore yeah. after a preposition it would be a gerund exactly so obviously you do have two as part of an infinitive quite often but in this situation two acts as a preposition that's why you have ing
1: uh yes absolutely so uh you would say, I want to meet you, because in that case, want is followed by an infinitive. Mm-hmm. And that two is a two mark of the infinitive. But in this, in this case, no, it's a preposition. That's why it's confusing, because here it's a preposition. As John says, yeah, the after preposition comes uh, gerund, the verb in the ing form. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting you.
0: Mm. And looking oh, forward to hearing I, from you. Yes, indeed. I guess we would... Often use this in the quite a formal context as well, wouldn't we? Often you say something like that maybe at the end of a cover letter or at the end
1: of an email where you're, you're coming up for an interview or something like that. Exactly. I look forward to seeing you soon or something like that. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, you could also, can I just add that you, as the, the, the end, you could also use in the present continuous, couldn't you? I, I'm looking forward to meeting you soon. So some people would use it like that. I don't think with any big difference in meaning.
0: I would always think that that's slightly more familiar, isn't it? I'm looking forward to meeting you. Okay. Um, that, that's how I look at it.
1: I like I to be familiar. Th-
0: yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, so basically that would be my feeling on it because I think if you don't really know somebody very well and you're coming for an interview, I think it's much safer to go for I look forward to meeting you. Okay. Um, it sounds a bit more enthusiastic, doesn't yeah. it, if you say I'm looking forward to meeting you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so next one.
1: Next one. Yeah, I've uh, I've chosen this one because a lot of my students here in Paris get this one wrong. I hear this mistake all the time. I'm sure the listeners out there are going to get it correct, though. It is. Is it when I arrive, I will call you or when I will arrive, I will call you, which is the correct answer. And the correct one is when I arrive, I will call you yes mm. yeah do you want to Did, go, go ahead john yeah
0: no this this is an interesting one isn't it quite a few people often do use the future don't they after when but with when you don't do that ever do you i don't think uh I... there,
1: there are, there's an exception right uh, for, well first in questions when will you arrive mm-hmm. and secondly when when is a relative pronoun it's, so i want to know when he will come then you can but not in this case here now after when put uh, present tense
0: yeah 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 no it's very important to do the present tense there doesn't it It doesn't it really doesn't sound quite right in English does, does it if you say that I mean people will obviously understand you it just doesn't quite sound right to the ear so it's it's one of those things that makes you refine the language doesn't it and make you sound yeah. more like a native speaker Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: T- tell me when you arrive, not when you will arrive. Also, I think it works with some other words too, doesn't it? Like unless, unless he arrives soon, we'll do this. Da, 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 not unless he will arrive soon. Mm-hmm. So, when is, is the most common example, but you find it some with some other other words too.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Let's move on
0: to another one. So, this one again is is going back to present perfect, but working in a slightly different way so let me give you the first well give you the two examples so i've been here for three months i've been here since
1: three uh, months oh uh, yeah yeah that's a common mistake yes yes
0: so uh yeah da, 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 da. so the answer is i'm sure people will have got this so i've been here for three months would yeah. be the correct answer
1: so when would we use since 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 is like a starting point yeah isn't it? Where, when uh, an action started. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and um, for is for a period of time, a length of time. Yep. Is that yep. right?
0: So totally since right. Off,
1: since will be used for a present perfect usually because it includes now, includes this moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we, expressions such as since yesterday, since uh, last week, since a date, since I met you, that's when something started. Yep. I've been very happy to, to talk with you uh, since since i met you mm, since and last I've, christmas i've been eating lots of gelato yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah. exactly but three months is a period of time it's a length of time isn't it so you can't use since here you could use mm-hmm. or is yeah. that right
0: yeah that's correct no i i think that's a good point a good focus again on the old uh, mileage question of present perfect yeah uh,
1: so i should yeah. say that john that uh, you and i are both working without notes we're we're doing this naked well i don't know Oh, you've got no I'm going in nodes, so <laughs> we're doing this naked as it were.
0: <laughs> yes, we are. We, yes. are. we are, we are, we are, we are. Because I think I think it's but the we're best right. way of it's the best way of doing it. We have got a prop though, haven't we? We've got you know, we didn't make up all these questions. No, we have ourselves. the questions.
1: We have the yeah. questions, yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But I think it's it's better this way, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sure, sure the listeners appreciate it this way. So right, I think the next one's you, isn't it?
1: Good. Yeah. Uh okay. So how about this one? I didn't meet nobody. I didn't meet anybody, which is the correct answer. Du, 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 du. The correct so, answer is I didn't meet anybody. Why? We've got, we
0: in English, I think this is a typical rule, isn't it? And I suppose, well, it's a universal rule, the idea that you don't have a double negative. In Italian, for example, because I know that language reasonably well. In Italian, you would use a double negative. Uh, whereas in English, we wouldn't. You you can't have a double negative.
1: Can I can I give the however bit now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go on. There, there are you will hear. However, you will hear some people. I know I'm from London. You hear a lot on the, on the streets of London, don't you? But I'm sure uh, throughout the English speaking word, people using Double negatives, like I don't know nothing. I say that in London. I don't know nothing.
0: (laughs) That sounds like (laughs) an
1: (laughs) an episode of EastEnders. Yeah, I don't know nothing, Grant. I don't know nothing. Which of course, if you don't know nothing, you know something. I say, oh, so you know something? No, I don't know nothing. So you know something? But it's 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 not standard English. It's not standard English. We're grammar teachers.
0: Yeah, it's something that you might see in like a gangster movie, isn't it? A London gangster movie where you got got some. EastEnders kind of looking a bit hard and aggressive. And yes, I indeed. don't know nothing. I'm not going to tell you nothing. So, yeah. yeah. It, it is a mistake, though, gramm- grammatically. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's, yeah. it's the way people speak, isn't it? I mean. So, so.
1: Sometimes. I'm just saying, if, if you hear a native speaking saying, using a double negative, please don't, like, send uh, angry emails to, to John or myself saying, but I heard these, this person, blah, blah, blah. blah. Okay so there, there's that's, always using an exception to the rule that
0: that's it that's important to note isn't it we don't want any angry people with us so yeah yeah definitely important to note okay let's move on so the next one please explain to me how to improve my english mm-hmm. please explain me how
1: improve my english oh can i say that that's very interesting because again that I hear that all the time and, and from from people who have even advanced, very advanced level making this mistake.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I think this is a common one, isn't it? Uh, and I think it really comes down to the explain part. Typically, that's where I normally find the mistake. So the second, yeah, the second one was correct. Or was it the first one, maybe? So please explain to me how to improve my English. So yeah. If you can actually say that sentence, then you probably don't need to say that sentence because you're doing very well already.
1: (laughs) Very good. Yes, I think what's confusing is you you ask to explain, say, to somebody. Can you explain to me the answer? But explain is also a transitive verb. Can you explain the answer? So sometimes it's followed directly with an object, Mm. but when it's to somebody you put two yeah yeah no i hadn't thought about that one yeah but you could say please explain the answer to me as well couldn't you yeah but that would be yes the answer to me so there you are please explain me how to improve my english that's the, that's the correct explain one. to me yeah explain to me oh, sorry. <laughs> just correcting you there You're correct. <laughs> oh, my God. right gideon next one the next one the life is hard no, I am. Hold on, John. Because we're always doing the wrong one is first. So we should switch it around. Otherwise, it's going to be too easy for the listeners. I, I was switching it around. I was switching. It. I'm, OK, <laughs> so the next one, which is correct. Life is hard or the life is hard. Hmm. And the answer is life is hard. Oh, yes. Yeah, this this is a
0: tough one, isn't it? I mean, I'm not talking about life. I mean, life can be hard. <laughs> but not always life can be lovely sometimes quite often it can be lovely especially if you're listening to our podcast but yeah this is a common one i think a lot of people do get this wrong even if they're a fairly high level as well is it fair to say quite a few french speakers get this wrong yeah i I found that yeah i find a lot of italian speakers get this wrong and
1: i guess their language that would say their life yeah
0: yeah. Can you enlighten people? Can you give them a bit of I a... I will. Of I think there's
1: um, the exp- two, two explanations, really. One is that if you're talking about things in general, you don't put a definite article. So nature, I love nature and I love the nature. And also the other thing is like any sort of abstract concepts, any concepts also you don't put the article. So life or democracy is a sort of concept. So democracy is good or health i must yes health is important so, mm. uh, that, so you don't put the the definite article in front of these
0: because i always think about it being an, an, an uncountable
1: general noun isn't it in in a way
0: is that fair to say
1: yeah 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 because you're talking in, in, in general about the noun yeah
0: because
1: mm. you could say yeah. for example
0: the footballers in england get paid a lot of money for example because you're being very specific aren't you so Mm -hmm. that's fine right
1: yeah Um, okay good yeah we'll go on
0: to the next one so
1: i mean it's really difficult with articles because you'll often find i I be i've fallen into this trap before but you give a rule and with the article definite articles there are lots of exceptions like you say uh the the guitar is difficult mm, but chess is difficult why the guitar, but you say chess, uh, you see what I mean? There, there are many exceptions when it comes to difficult articles. So be careful.
0: Yeah, be careful, because also there's kind of geographical examples, which I find quite interesting, because you'd say if you were using acronyms, for example, you would always use the. There are yeah. exceptions to that as well. So, I mean, you would typically say the UK, the USA, yeah. the, the EU. Yeah. But then, for example, we say NATO. We don't say the NATO, do we? That's true. But that's probably a bit of an exception to most things, isn't it? Yeah. And then for oceans, you would use it, wouldn't you? So the Atlantic or rivers, you would use it. The Thames.
1: Uh, the Himalayas, yeah. So mountain ranges.
0: But then for a singular mountain, you wouldn't. You'd say Mont Blanc. You wouldn't say the Mont Blanc.
1: Yeah.
0: Or the Everest. You'd say yeah. Everest. Exactly. Yeah there are a few geographical references and also i always have one with buildings i i find buildings are difficult to want to explain because typically you'd say you would never say the buckingham palace you would always say buckingham palace wouldn't you Mm -hmm. yeah whereas they seem to say the shard in london whereas i think nowadays they're kind of dropping that and just calling it shard okay Uh, so i'm kind of wondering whether it depends on to some extent how well-known places
1: would that be fair because it's quite vague isn't it on buildings to some extent yeah that's a good point yeah i i, I agree with you but I, I think the articles ruled the rules do in fact even even uh, change from from time to time here here's, there were some strange ones with articles though for example i would say ah john 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 but you're not the john i spoke to last week so ah, why do you put an article before john the john I'm talking about a specific John.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're not the John I spoke to last year. You're a different John. That's I a mean, good example.
0: I'm, I'm quite, yeah. But it, it, it's going to be another talking point, I think, with articles.
1: I think so. Just, yeah. I think that'll
0: require that'll a whole podcast.
1: And <laughs> I, I mean my right. long
0: list of exceptions as well. I, th- I think you're, yeah, I think you do. Because also I find this quite a challenge for, for languages that don't have articles at all. So oh, yeah, uh, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm pretty sure... In Poland, they don't have articles. Right. I'm pretty sure in Russia, they don't have articles. And then maybe in, in the Czech Republic and places like that. So I think, is they yeah. Slavic Slavic Chinese languages?
1: and uh, Japanese don't have articles. Okay. Korean yep. don't have articles.
0: Yeah. So that does make it a bit more challenging for those listeners. So yeah, bear that in mind. Okay, let's move on to the next one. So we studied during four hours. We studied for four hours.
1: Okay. Hmm. So, the, so, do you know the answer? I do
0: know the answer. The answer <laughs> is the second one. So, we studied for four hours. Correct. Um, this this one would probably be quite a common one for French speakers, I would say, because they use a similar word in French, don't they? Uh,
1: yeah. Four. I think Spanish speakers, too, from my experience, like du- during. Mm. Yeah,
0: so it, even though obviously people would understand what you're saying, it doesn't sound right, of course. I mean, it's much better to use four. Yeah, it's a bit, maybe a bit confusing with this example because you're saying four, four. But, you know, you could say four, five hours or four, six hours.
1: The rule I always teach when people use a during is that during goes before a noun. Mm-hmm. So I drank coffee during the podcast. Ah, yeah, that's a good one yeah and for uh, so that's easy to remember Mm. could be before an adjective i I drank coffee during the boring podcast but of course not they're talking about someone else's podcast not not this one which is amazingly interesting but during goes usually goes before a noun or before an adjective and a noun Mm. and for for a length of time as we discussed before during our
0: incredible podcast
1: yeah and i drank a lot of coffee during the during the
0: during the podcast and now you're babbling during the lockdown (laughs) (laughs) Um, during the lockdown yes yes don't drink too much coffee during the lockdown or eat too much chocolate or drink too much beer I went Um,
1: crazy during the lockdown I could say that
0: yeah crazy with with not having parties that kind of crazy right yeah I'm going a bit crazy actually I, I want to go somewhere I think I'm going to go somewhere this weekend okay I think we're allowed to now so it's fine so let's move on to the next one. Was it your go or my go? I can't remember. I think it's, it's, your mine. Yep. I think it's mine.
1: Yep. It's mine. I've got one prepared. Go on. So which one is the correct one? Can you give me some information? You can give me an information. Okay. Ooh. Then the correct one is Can you give me some information? Mm, it, yeah, this uh, this has kind of got two
0: things in there, hasn't
1: it? Uh, yeah, it has. It has indeed.
0: Yeah, that's why it's a nice one. So I suppose some information is an interesting one, because a lot of the time people do, yeah, the idea of an information suggests that it's a singular idea. So information is an uncountable noun. So you could say, can you give me a piece of information? Yeah, or
1: exactly.
0: Yeah, so so you could use it in that way. But if you're talking in general, yes, you would always say some information, wouldn't you? That's the
1: best way of doing it absolutely correct your grammar is impeccable today yes uh, information is 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 uncountable isn't it so you can't say an information or two informations never an s don't put an s i see that all time. three i've got two informations for you or some informations no no it's uncountable so some information or two pieces of information
0: indeed yeah yeah and then yeah just making sure you invert the question form oh so, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So at the beginning, you're, you're going to have the verb and then the subject rather than the subject and the verb. But you've got to be maybe careful as well, because also if you ask an indirect question, which is the polite form. So for example, could you tell me where the post office is? So for example, the beginning of the question is is obviously like a normal question, but at the end, it's it's like a, a normal sentence, isn't it? Or a statement. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, a thing to look out for be right. careful of that one yeah okay so i'm gonna move on to a conditional one here so i think conditional is always a, a tricky one so if i am in london i will contact you if i will be in london i will contact you mm. Ooh. tricky one this Ooh. one isn't it so do, 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 do. so that's the great correct one if, I am, in <laughs>
1: london, <laughs> if correct, I am in london if i am in london i will contact you yep we yeah, yeah. So
0: I'm hoping that is is that what what's going to happen with you next time, Gideon? If you are in London, you will contact me. Or if I'm can, in London, avoid,
1: avoid me. Maybe. <laughs> I'll be in touch. Okay. Excellent. That's okay. good news.
0: So I'm looking forward to potential meeting with Gideon. Uh, I might do another video
1: together at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's uh, that's um, what is it? That's the first conditional. That is the first conditional. Yes, <laughs> I always get confused with the numbers of the <laughs> conditionals. Yes, I, <laughs> I got that. Yes. Uh, the first conditional, John, isn't it? Yes,
0: it is the first conditional. Yeah, but but it can be a bit confusing with the with the numbers, can't it? I mean, we don't really necessarily need to use the numbers. I guess as long as you you obviously know the difference between them. I suppose from a teaching point of view, it's good to give them a name so that you can differentiate like make a difference between each of the particular subjects or sorry the particular conditionals so this one this this is another question Gideon so is this real or unreal and what do I mean when I
1: say that oh you put me on the spot here I think it's real isn't it it's like if the condition is met then it's true yeah it is a real one that's why it's the first conditioning so it's a a real one
0: yeah yeah exactly And, and then of course in this case it's about a future idea isn't it because mm-hmm. uh, i guess the other element of the first conditional which is not often talked about that much and we'll probably talk about this in the future but there's one where you use the present perfect at the beginning oh. i don't know if you ever go into this one but i thought i think this is a nice interesting one so say i'm driving my car along yeah and then suddenly i kind of hit a pothole like a hole in the road the size of a pot and then you think ah. Oh, God, I really hope I haven't damaged my car. So you don't know what's happened, but something has happened. So you say, oh, if I've damaged my car, I will be really upset.
1: Okay, yeah, it's true. I didn't think of that,
0: yes. Mm. It's quite a good one, though, isn't it? Yes. Mm. And it's quite simple to use, but it's it's just that you know Hmm. the result exists, but you don't know what the result is, so it could also be used... Maybe with results, like an exam result, maybe your mum gives you a call and you say, I've oh, got the exam results in the post. And you're like, oh, great. If I've passed, I'll be so happy.
1: Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. I guess you could use it with past simple, couldn't you? Even for that one, if I, well, I guess I, if I have passed, like if, if I pass my exams, then I will do this. But no, that doesn't work. You
0: see, you have to use present perfect.
1: And use perfect. Yes. You're right. Okay. Fair yeah. enough
0: otherwise we're going into second conditional ter- territory there aren't we but we can leave that for another time yeah right should we should we do the last one
1: what do okay. you think yes so do you have one lined up okay uh the the last one uh yeah i'll do this one again it's, it's something i hear in in france a lot this this mistake so i closed very quietly the door i closed the door very quietly mm. so i think you've got it guys out there the correct answer is I close the door very quietly. Mm, yeah. Well, why do you think that's an issue? Because I think in in French you can. This is like the the, the grammar is You put the adverbs after the noun or the adverbial phrase or, or after the verb. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I hear people saying, "I speak very well English." Okay. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah, Be- we go
1: between the verb and the noun. But no, in English you put that adverbial phrase at the end. I speak English very well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Close. the very quietly the door I know no I closed the door very quietly but the adverbial phrase at the end. Mm. So mm. a common mistake I just think the way the way that the language is constructed in 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 French or other languages it's just different.
0: Mm. No but it's, it's good to know isn't it? I think again hi, I often find higher level English learners get that one wrong as well. I, uh, yeah. And I guess it's yeah. just yeah. it's just the way the mind works isn't it? To some extent it's not because you don't know the language it's just that your mind is so used to putting it in that order, isn't it? I think, so it just comes out automatically. Yes, indeed. Yeah.
1: Okay, so we
0: finish things off now, so wrap things up. So yes, thank you for listening. So we'll probably approach a few more things like this in the future, because I think grammar mistakes are always a good talking point. And if you have anything you want to add or think we may not have covered things quite correctly or quite clearly, then do let us know. So you've been listening to English with Monty, with myself and Gideon. And again, in Gideon, you have your own podcast, don't you? you? You ran an episode or you're running an episode coming out very shortly. Yeah.
1: Starring John. John and myself on Zeitgeist's Banana podcast. Listen to it. You'll hear John. John's lovely voice. And myself again. Yes, it was a quiz, wasn't it? I seem to remember not doing very well on it, but it's a
0: a fun episode. So yes, definitely tune into that one. So yeah, thanks for listening. And yes, we did have a few technical problems. We apologize for that. There has been a delay in getting this one out, but we're hoping to get things out a bit more regularly now. Hopefully at least... Uh, one every couple of weeks or even one a week on occasions so yeah keep on listening we will hear from you soon take care everyone bye bye